0: Uh, I did uh, flipping cars, right? Yeah. So,
1: so I'm cars. like, well, how about this? Uh, let me let me help you flip uh, some cars too, and I'll take you to the auction. You know, you know, kind of guide you through that, and then <laughs> flip cars. And sure enough, maybe it was like a test because I I knew the guy was a hustler, and I, I flipped that car. And he like flipped car cars like it was donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: and uh, the first car. So check. Imagine this. Sal takes me to the auction, and, and we get this what was it? A 2007 Saturn, yeah. Saturn? Saturn, Saturn. Yeah. And, and, and we got a steal, man. This thing was worth probably about four grand and he, he got it for $2,500. And then we buy it. And then less than like three days later, I sell it on the street for like $4,200. So he's <laughs> like, Holy shit. That was quick. Uh, excuse my <laughs> language. No, I'm you're fine. On your fine. podcast. No, no, it's okay. fine. He's like, Holy smokes, that was quick, right? And then I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, what's next? Let's move on to another, where's the next car, you know? Well, go ahead, Sal, continue.
1: Yeah, so, uh, so that happened, and uh, I'm like, let's do something, you know? That's what, that's where I run when I sold my, my condo. And, you know, sure enough, we thought about everything but the real estate. After some time of digging what kind of business we want to do, we're like, well, let's do real estate. I mean, we made our money, this money that we're trying to do this business with, with real estate money. So, it only makes sense, and uh, the rest is history. You know, we just uh, we started at fix and flippers.
0: Oh yeah, you know, this is a very proper,
1: that's definitely yeah. a
0: very important part to, Because see, yeah. you know, I don't want I don't want people to get the impression of you need hundreds of thousands of dollars to mm-hmm. to start a, a real estate company, right? You don't. I don't. I don't want to give that that impression off because this is exactly how it happened. Sal and I had some money. You know, a little bit of money. We're talking about we're you know I our first property we invested the down payment of 140 was what like twenty something thousand and then it was only eight thousand or maybe with thirty grand we were in and out of that property, right? I would say more or less, yeah. Okay, so but but forget that. that that's that's on the that's on the fits and flip side. Okay, you hear this of this uh, of this trade that's
2: called wholesaling out there, right? Yeah, it's it's very popular. So I'd love to kind of get into that as well. So
0: exactly, and that's why I I don't want to take away credit from that from that particular side of of our business. So here we are, we buy this property. You know, we're in and out. We sell it for 180. We're like, oh great, you know, that was that was good. Even though in our on our first deal, we still made profit, but we probably made half the profit we should have made because we got screwed. Left and right. When you're a newbie and you're green, you know you're 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 wet behind the ears. People are looking to take advantage of you out there. So it's it's very important that you know you surround yourself with, with uh, a good support system because, we are, the wholesaler took advantage of us, the the, the realtor took advantage of us, the title agency took advantage of us, the, you know everything everything from A to Z. So w- you know you went from making let's just say you're supposed to make thirty k to making fifteen thousand on your hard earned money and and, and work. So it's very important that you you surround yourself with uh, a good support uh, supporting cast or or mentors or mentors because that could happen to you you know and, and and we were we were lucky enough to not lose money we lost profit but you know we we lost potential profit which is technically losing money but you know we could have lost money on our first deal think about it this way man nine out of ten times or or or, or time and time again you hear of of, of that guy who who's looking to get into real estate investing and then his first deal is a bust. And then that's it. It's over. He's done. Right. This is a very yeah. common thing. Right.
2: Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's really important because I mean, there's so many people out there that that are claiming to flip houses. Like you said, it's a, it's a very popular industry, but I think what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, they see that you guys are successful and you know, the checks and all the nice things that you guys have have now, but I, I think people don't realize how much hard work, you know, blood, sweat, tears, you know, losses along the way happen. You know, you almost have to embrace those losses to get to the wins.
0: So go ahead, Sal, what were you going to
2: say? Hey, we agree, Carson. Back to, so, every,
0: you know, everybody screwed us, right? It, it, our first deal
1: was, it, it should have been a lot better. But and we kind of knew that this, you know, starting something new that people will take advantage of you as, because you don't know everything. And, you know, you still get frustrated here and there by, you know, because we still come from business. And I mean, at least I did it for a few years. So it it was kind of personal to him. Like, Carlos, this is, you know, I've been long enough in business that I don't feel good being screwed over like this. And he's like, don't worry about it. You know, it was, he was good calming me down because I didn't like that at all. You know, it was one strike, two strikes, three strikes from everybody. And uh, sure enough, you know, we knew after, after the first one, we'll learn our lesson and then. It will be a lot easier the next time. Sure enough, it was. Now, National Cash Offer was born uh, not too long after phase one investments, which was we started with. And wholesaling became our bread and butter, along with Fix and Flip.
0: Tell them why we, we decided to start wholesaling. <laughs> you, you, you were paying. We
1: were <laughs> So the competitive in us actually got us to start wholesaling. The reason is, we were looking at the HUD statements. Let me start this off. So. We bought some wholesale. Pro- we were so aggressive trying to fix and flip. We bought some wholesale properties where we advanced the checks. Yeah, don't don't ever do that. By the way, so, <laughs> yeah, went wholesale. So when you close, you know the assignment goes to the to the wholesaler, and, and everybody's happy. But we actually cut cashier check. I mean, the, yeah, cashier check or to to wholesalers that actually don't even own the property yet. And uh, they would cash it, you know, use it for marketing, whatever they use it for. And come to know that one of the properties we're about to buy was falling apart. If it wasn't for our efforts to keep it, we would have lost all that money. It was, I think,
2: $15,000 check, if I'm not mistaken. When you from... say falling apart, I, I think people don't re- understand necessarily what kind of stuff you guys run into on a day-to-day basis. What, when you say falling so, apart, what, what exactly do you, want you mean? To back- yeah, absolutely.
1: Sellers want to back away. They don't want to sign. They got higher offers from someone else. Um, for whatever reason, Is oh, I don't feel comfortable selling the property. You know, although they sign a contract, that doesn't mean they sign the closing docs because, you know, those have to be notarized at the, at the very end after they pull all the title work with a with title agency. So, and this is very common. Some of them do fall apart and, you know, nothing happens. Everybody moves on with their day. But when we pay the 15 grand, Up front, that could potentially be lost because whoever you paid it to could have spent that money and they can't pay you back. There's not really many. We were new in this, so we weren't really restricting this to anything or holding any kind of assets while doing it. So we did that a couple of times. So, again, don't do it. Don't ever do it. But that's how aggressive we were doing it. But then we learned, like, we're paying these wholesale fees left and right, doing fix and flip. Why don't we cut the middleman and we become the our own wholesalers so we can flip, fix and flip and make more money? And that's uh, how the idea came about. And then Carlos, uh, okay.
0: So Sal, Sal, so Sal. See, this was a, a
1: tough, a tough time for both because
0: Sal, Sal was still growing his car dealership. He was still growing that side of the business, and you know, I, I knew that early on. You know. Even though Sal now, I think Sal works more than me now for sure by far. But early on in, in in our company, I knew that Sal didn't have the time to do some of these things, and I knew that going into our partnership. But it was it was definitely worth the trade off, you know, because I knew the kind of I, I knew the kind of partner that Sal was going to be, and to this day he's still, you know, he's he's exactly what I thought he was, and I, I believe that I'm exactly what you know what who he thought I was. So what we started doing, man, all that stuff that you see. On you know on our social profiles with bandit signs and and, and grinding, we were I, I, I was out there doing that. That you know for everyone out there, even though we have uh, a, a multi-million dollar real estate company now, don't 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 be misinformed. We were we were out there, you know, hitting the concrete. So for everyone out there who has aspirations or or, or some type of uh, motivation of trying to you know. Creating their own path and building something building something big it's possible it's possible Sal and I right now you know here we are uh, a few years later and we're in a a beautiful amazing downtown office right and we have employees we have we have we have a lot of employees now Sal and I are just you know we're we're still working on now we're working on other parts of the company we're no longer your you know your everyday kind of grind, you know, and labor. Now we're working on the growth of the company. We're working on the integration of the company. You know, we're working on financials. We're working on marketing. So that's what Sal and I do now on a day-to-day basis. Now we have acquisition managers. Now we have lead managers. You know, now we we have a, a little bit of everything now, right? So, but this wasn't always the case. So don't be misinformed. Like I said, I want people out there that have zero, to know uh, uh
2: sorry hey carlos and sal can you hear me yes sir yes, hey guys sir. it's carson i uh appreciate you guys hopping on the podcast is called 15 minutes influence we always try to bring people that are that are doing big things and honestly knowing you guys for for some time now I, i'd love to uh to talk to you guys i know you guys are going to be featured on a upcoming article on entrepreneur and uh yeah, I just I wanted to bring you guys on, ask you a few questions about how you got started, your background and um really how National Cash Offer became what it is today. So, so first off, I guess how how did you guys how did you guys meet? Um I know you guys were friends have been friends for a long time now business partners, but maybe yeah, give us the background of how you guys met, how you got started, where where we are today.
0: You know what? It's it's kind of a uh, yeah, actually it's kind of a, a a unique situation, so Sal had just opened up his his uh one of his dealerships and i had i was working with this company and you know i i was kind of a uh, uh, it's kind of instead of being an entrepreneur you're what do you call it when you're kind of an entrepreneur with within the company when you're growing within the company uh it's kind of an entrepreneur right not an entrepreneur. so <laughs> Yeah, I brought this. I brought this unique service to, to this company I was working for. It was called Motor Vehicle Services. It was like a third-party motor vehicle services that I was able to bring onto this company as a, uh, a secondary source of uh, or stream of income. And and I, you know, what I had a I had a share on it. They were, you know, they were saying, hey, you know what, if you can grow this side, you know, we're gonna compensate you, whatever, blah blah blah. So I went around marketing and I stumbled onto his dealership. I, it was, if you don't know what MBD services are, I'm sure you're very familiar with the motor vehicle department, right?
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. And you're very familiar with their long lines and, and how, how, how much of a hassle it is to go there and, and to do anything, right, to duplicate. Cool. Uh, if you lost your license, if you need to renew your tags, a, a lot of that stuff is
2: done online, but there's still a lot of people that prefer to do it in person. Well, and if you, so, if you don't have everything exactly that you need, they send you away and you have to come back. They, uh, they really take no nonsense. <laughs> exactly. So, um, what, what happened is, you know, when, again,
0: when I provided this service to the, the corporate, you know, the corporation I was working for, I went around marketing to try to grow that, you know, grow that side of the business. Cause that was my baby. I stumbled into sales dealership and his, uh, his finance guy was there. His name was Larry. And I said, Hey, how you doing, man? My name is Carlos. You know, I, I run a, a motor vehicle, you know, a comp satellite company here, uh, down the street here, about half a mile. I would love to do all your paperwork. You know, car dealerships and M V D paperwork goes hand in hand. You know, if, you, if you're familiar with that, you're talking about converting, you know, titles. And, and, and you know, when Sal when, when sells a car, he has to transfer all that paperwork into that, uh, that, consumer's, that consumer's name, uh, right? So it kind of yeah. went hand in hand sal wasn't there at the time so he came into the to to my my location my office he's like hey what's up man i'm sal i'm the owner down the street blah 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 i said how you doing sal would love to provide service for you etc and then we started doing that and you know we, we we became really good friends so for a straight year you know we became really good friends and we did a lot of things together and then he had sold he sold one of his investment properties just a small little condo in in a nearby city here outside of Phoenix. And I had sold my house uh, in a nearby city called Levine. And we had a little bit of of capital to work with um, to to start a business. So we started kind of just shooting, you know, troubleshooting and and going over some stuff and, you know, Hey, should we, you know, should we open up a, a coffee shop? We were throwing all kinds of ideas out there, coffee shop, car wash, whatever restaurant, we were throwing all kinds of ideas out there. And then we both agreed, you know, that maybe we should look into real estate, you know, and this was late 2014.
1: It was funny because.
0: Oh, go ahead. Sal. Yeah. Hey, let's it's Sal's turn. I don't, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a,
2: more of, he's more of an introvert. I'm more of a, you know. A well, yeah. And so, I just, I love it. I'd love to hear, yeah, Sal, your side of the story too, because it's, it's just cool that you guys, you know, kind of met through work. You were both at, you know, I guess what we would be regular style jobs. And, uh, you yeah. kind of decided to branch off and, you know, start your own business from there. So, yes, yeah, Sal, I'd love to hear hear your side of that, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, he skipped a, another cool part. So, after we met, we became good friends and, and everything. You know, looking at Carlos, talking to him, he's, he's, uh, he's an entrepreneur. He, he wanted to do something. He was always – you did Either the hat. I did uh, the,
0: the clothing, little to no money in their pocket. To start their own business venture, especially in real estate, to know that you can build a multi-million dollar company off of your back, off of your blood, sweat, and tears. They're
2: saying, you know, numbers, you can get that. where you want to be, but everybody out there promoting, you know, this this wholesale industry, you know, thinks that you can you be a millionaire overnight. So you you guys are no, saying that man, you you no, weren't no, a millionaire no. after the first week, is that right? <laughs> And you know what, Carsten? Let me tell you something, man. A lot of people out
0: there—they're frauds. A lot of a lot of the hashtags. I saw this meme the other day about this 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 guy walking into the bank and he says, "I'm an entrepreneur, you know, give me a million dollar uh, credit line." He's like, "Okay, well, you know, uh, can I see some financials, some bank statements? You know, can I see some assets?" And then he's just like, oh, you know, uh, no, I look at my profile. I hashtag, you know, millionaire, hashtag. You know, blind, I'm, I'm laughing because
2: I, I saw that, too. That's that's
0: just that's so funny. You saw funny. that? I saw that, that too. That's hilarious because that's, that, that's a lot of what's going on out there, man. Man, you said I'm allowed to cuss on this, right? Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. The audience completely understands. Okay, so, well, yeah, I want people to know we're just.
0: Thank you. I want people to know we're regular guys, and you know the cursing part is definitely part of the regular guy thing. So, you know, fuck fame. What do you what do you prefer? Do you want to be famous? Do you want to be famous, or do you or do you want financial freedom? You know what I mean? It's funny because I have uh, Sal and I have this group. It's called uh, All In Entrepreneurs, and it's and it's a private group on our in our Facebook. Okay, it's a private group. Uh, we we turn we turn down we turn down. What do you call those when, like, uh, uh, for the, the, your general public when they're when they're request? We turn down requests on a daily basis, because if we don't if we don't know you or if we don't know you're the real deal, or we just turn you down. But we have this, and I'll and I'll put you uh, I'll put you into that group soon. Cool. We have this group called All In Entrepreneurs, and I was just talking about it this morning. That Sal, our goal was our goal our end goal. Okay. So, and, and let me just walk you through this. 9 out of 10 times, Carson, what is a a, a young kind of up and coming entrepreneurs, what is their end goal? What is their dream? What do
2: they see in their mind? You tell, can you answer me that? Yeah, they see fancy cars, they see boats, oh. they see, you know, women. You know, it's kind of this fantasy lifestyle that unfortunately is is really painted entrepreneurship in a in a I, I'm going to say a bad light because everybody thinks that that's what it's all about. When, you know, the people that are are hungry, they're, they're not after it for the you know fame and cars. They're after it because they, you know, they want the freedom. They want to be successful. They, that's it's, it's in their blood and not just, you know, it's, it's not just one of those things where they, they want a car.
0: If you ask Sal, he's right in front of me and he has, he, don't get me wrong. He has a Rolls Royce. He has a Lamborghini. He has boats, whatever you, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. Carson, I can buy whatever car I want. You know what I drove? You know what I drove to the office today? A Prius. Okay. We love our. <laughs> That's efficient, we, Yeah, right? it's a company. It's a company Prius. It's a company Prius. I and Sal knows that Sal actually encouraged... You know, again, this guy has a Rolls Royce, Lamborghini. You know, a, a car. You know, car dealership, whatever you want to call it. It's two boats. We don't give a shit about all that. You know what I mean? He doesn't give a shit about. It. I know. I work with him every single day. He doesn't give a shit about all that. That was never our end goal, our end goal we 're living our end goal right now, with the office, with the employees, with the daily with the daily process of building you know the growth part you have to that was my message this morning to the all in entrepreneur group. you have to fall in love with the process, and if your end goal if you're, if your happiness and, and I read this you know obviously Bob Marley stated this you know before his passing, if your dependency on happiness is Money or numbers, you'll never be happy because money and numbers. You know, numbers are you know numerically it's it's endless. It just goes and goes and goes, right? So you better fall in love with the process, or you're not going to make it. And if if your end vision or your goal, your end goal is the Lamborghini and the Rolls Royces and the big you know the watches, the Ublos and the and, and the uh, Rolexes, you know, and and the yachts. Good luck. You're gonna be one dissatisfied individual. You know, you're gonna let your, yourself down. So.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that too because you're right. It's it's about the process. I mean, if it's just about a Lamborghini, the first time you hit a snag, you know, if if you guys were just in this to to have a nice car, you know, that first deal where you lost you lost money. All right. Are you motivated to go to the gym today?
0: Oh, good. Three times a week. Four times a week. There's a difference between those two things. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. So again, to to all our you know up and coming young entrepreneurs out there, <laughs> reprogram yourself. Don't get caught up with this BS, this Instagram uh, status, and 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 ask a millionaire and 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 uh, uh, what is it? Secret, what is it, secret society and millionaire mod? <laughs> all, you know, all those the mastermind groups, groups right?
2: Bullshit. The mastermind get rich quick groups out there.
0: Man, you know what, you know who else sells that? And, and and not to talk trash, but a lot of the gurus sell that. A lot of the gurus because I, I I mean don't get me wrong, man, it's a good sales pitch. Right? That they what they do is they light a fire, uh, they, they motivate you to buy their course by telling you, by by making you feel or think that you're gonna have a Lamborghini, like Cody Sperber does with his post, right? Uh, yeah you know they they make you feel they make you feel a certain way like oh man that guy has a lamborghini i better buy his course maybe he knows something i don't you know so that happens yep. man that's why you have all these bs groups out there lazy mother no, i'm not going to say the word lazy <laughs> mofos yeah lazy mofos out there that uh are just behind a computer in their basement growing these pages right and and yep. some of them eventually do make- Honey, I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, like
1: we don't we don't want to take away from the mastermind because we love masterminding as well. Like to a certain scale, so we we would we love masterminding with people who who can we can change exchange value with. So sure,
2: I think know. it's all it's all intent. Yeah, yeah, we, like you said, it's absolutely. not, it's not that the mastermind's a bad thing. It's the in, intent behind the mastermind. Would, would would you guys agree?
1: Exactly, exactly. That's that's what I think we were we meant. But yeah, so we don't want to give the wrong idea. Masterminding is a great thing if you know you can exchange value. Uh, you don't want to be. where well, we go to meetings or, or masterminds or, or we we just came back from a trip from San Francisco, me and Carlos. Yeah, we're going to St. Louis. So, and that that's for sales training, and uh, we've been to Washington with um, with a good friend of ours, uh, Rafael Vargas. Rafael which Vargas, which Joe was Dillon. yeah, Joe Dylan. It was it was it was uh, it was life changing. Yeah, like the, their mindset was great. And they're younger than us. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter if they're older or younger. It's the mindset and the knowledge that someone someone possessed. So as, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. That's what we always tell people. Like, if you're the smartest person in that room, you know, get up and leave. You know, you're in the wrong room. That's, that's exactly how it is. If those masterminds don't, you know, don't, don't give you enough value or you feel like you're there because, you know, of self-esteem or, you know, Whatever it is, it's great. You know, you can help people, but your your ultimate
2: goal is to actually go get some value as well. And what I love about you guys is, you, you guys run a real business. You know, you you do you know all this stuff on the side, but you know you're not just running a business to to put it on Instagram. You know, as far as National Cash Offer, you, know, you guys really don't care about Instagram followers. You guys are about you know running a real business and being and being successful for for you, your families, and the people around you. So. And the other cool thing I love about you guys, I mean, it's not often that you, you, know, you find a friend that you're, you're willing to work with. I mean, how, how has that kind of helped you guys be, be so successful by having a friend that was a friend before was a business partner that's someone that you can trust? I mean, t- tell me a little bit about how that's helped you guys. Yeah, it, it,
1: you know what? We always talk about this as well. You can't work with someone you don't trust. If trust is not there. You're you're not productive because always in the back of your your mind you're thinking about you know unwanted thoughts. Uh, you know I uh, we share me and Carlos share a bank account where where like yeah like before from the get go because we you know like not from the first day of course but you know when we became really <laughs> good friends. So I and I trust the guy you know I sleep good at night I don't I don't have I don't think any bad thoughts. And if that if that was if there was a fraction of that. At any given time, I don't think we would have scaled up our business, and uh, it's all about time is money. So people talk about how do you how do you grow your company so fast? How do you you know? And it's not there's people who grew their company way faster than us. I'm not we're not oh, we're not yet the, the exactly the compound effect. So there's two people that when there's one guy working and there's 24 hours a day, and they sleep you know six hours or four hours or whatever, and the rest is all work. Imagine there's two people working that. That's that's the compound effect. So there's me and Carlos. Now we have more people ask, on the... Ask Carson, how many hours is it going to dedicate to this compound? Okay.
2: okay, yeah, good question. Did you hear, Carlos? On any given day, 12 to 14 oh, at least. What did you say, Carson? Uh, any, any given day, at least 12 to 14 hours a day. It's kind of it's basically Which from pre- the... the... That, that,
0: that's pretty damn good. That's probably... Your average person maybe spends on the majority on the majority side eight to ten hours max, if that, right? If that.
2: Heck, Carlos, you and I both spend enough time in uh, you know regular positions in corporate America that you and I both know that those people only work about four and a half, five hours a day. They spend about an hour That's a day in the bathroom. I, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> when I was they yeah, spend another right. half an hour, you know, doing nothing, playing on their phone. So when you break Taking it down, they, yeah, you're right. Break, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: okay. So you're gonna work you're on an average 12 to 14 hours. So let's just say Sal and I work an average of 12 hours a day. So, Sal and I, if you if you accumulate his his work his working his work hours for today, my work hours for today, at his 12 plus my 12, how many hours did our company? get today uh the growth towards the growth in the right direction of our company how many how many hours did it
2: see towards that goal today i mean that's it's 24 hours so it's it's almost as if the the business never slept which is,
1: exactly. which is interesting that you
2: guys talk it, about it like that it makes perfect sense It, it you never it, it's people don't ever think about it like that and
0: so now you have your average guy you have your average like you know real estate company out there the one guy who's in charge or he's building or whatever he's doing and he's doing, let's just say, you know, eight to 10 hours. Well, in one day, Sal and I outworked him by, you know, what was that? Maybe 10 to 10 to 14 hours. Right. Yeah. That's one day. Multiply that times 30 days. And that's one. Yeah. Multiply that times 365 days.
2: That's called scale. Yeah, when that's when my, you think about how, it like that, it's, it's incredible. That's that's awesome, yeah. guys. That's uh, that's really cool insight, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I, and I, you know, I hope that whoever you know whoever's listening out there
2: that they take those
0: things into consideration. We're not encouraging everybody to go out there and find a business partner because, like Sal mentioned earlier, nine out of ten times it won't work. It won't work. It's very hard to find. It's very Hard to find somebody as driven as you, as trustworthy as you, uh, you know, ethical, all of that. You know, it's. I mean, how hard is you? You're out there in the real world. You know, you
2: you come across a lot
1: of people.
2: It's incredibly hard. I mean, because when you when you work with somebody that you know, you can even be friends with them. I've worked with friends, but then the moment you know a red flag goes up, you immediately kind of shut down. You know, so it, it makes it that much harder to. And It shows how how incredible your relationship is that you've been in business, you share bank accounts because a normal person at the first sign of a red flag, you know, they kind of shut down and they get a little hesitant. So that just shows, shows me. And, you know, obviously you guys already know this, that you guys are both doing what you say, saying what you do, following through, you know, you you guys are on the same page, which, which is, which is so interesting to me. Thank you, man. We appreciate
1: it. Yeah.
2: So, So, well, before I, before I let you guys oh, go, go I mean the other thing, the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is, you know, there's a ton of real estate companies out there. You know, the market's booming. It's on, it's on the rise. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's been getting better year after year after year. And the one thing that I love about you guys is, you, you, you are a real estate company, but you really view yourself, you know. And, and if you guys haven't, if anybody hasn't checked out the site nationalcashoffer.com, it's absolutely a beautiful site. You know, stands alone. You know, if you go to any other home buying company. It, there's there's no website out there that's like it's like you're all so I, I I love it, and the one thing that you guys position yourself as is a real estate solutions company, and you told me a story one time. It, t- tell me about it's just how you guys view yourselves as as a solution company as opposed to like a as opposed to any, an, another real estate company.
0: Okay, and that's it's very it's amazing that you brought that point up because a lot of up and coming real estate entrepreneurs see. Sal and I, we don't consider ourselves real estate investors. We are real estate entrepreneurs. Okay, um, an entrepreneur, he makes you know he 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 makes his, his money. I was an entrepreneur, you know. And what I've seen him do over the years is the guy just helps and he helps and he helps. Now there's a there's a difference though when you're when you're a successful person. There's a difference between helping and being taken advantage of. And we 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 both are fully aware. When you reach certain, a certain level, you know, your, your mind, the, the, the wisdom is, you know, God provides you with a certain wisdom that it just gives you like a, another, you know, it's, it's an instinct that you just, you can't explain. Right, Sal? There's a difference between helping and being taken advantage of. And I have seen Sal can help and help and help and help. And, and myself, you know, my entire family doesn't work. <laughs> you know, so right. my brother-in-law is here. He's our acquisitions guy, my sister-in-law, she, she's a leads person, you know, my fiance, she handles my other business. And it's just like, huh? You know, that's yeah, pretty my, cool.
2: My, you keep it all in the family. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, man. And, and, and has it paid off, Sal, right? Uh, Surrounding yourself with good people. Oh, absolutely. People who care that we talk about. That. They care. These people, everybody, see, that's the thing. When you're, when you're going to grow your group or your circle or your company, you have to make sure that they care just as much as you do. They're, and and, and more, most, most important, their core values, you know, what, what's inside of them is what – that is what allows you to be successful, man. How many people have you seen – there's very, very few people that are successful people, and they're just rotten individuals inside. And if they are successful, they won't be successful for too long. I'll tell you that much. I've seen that Absolutely. time and time again. They'll collapse. You genuinely have to be a good person. That all goes back, everything that you read and everything that you, know, that you see on, on, on social media with, with uh, the law of attraction and, and all that, that all has to do with your core values. So you have to be a good person to be successful. That's just
2: my opinion. If you're not a good person, I don't think you'll be successful for too long. Yeah, I think right. eventually all that stuff will catch up to you, and I, I think that's that's what I loved about you guys is you're straightforward. You genuinely care about people. You know, you're in this business to help people, and you you realize that the more people that you guys can help, the more it's it's going to eventually benefit you, and uh, you'll For win sure. in the long run. We so, know that. You're absolutely correct.
0: So, just the message to again all your up and coming entrepreneurs out there that you know listen to to your podcast is I really hope that with some because perhaps i or you have to thousands of dollars to even some of the that we're here, you know what i mean
2: yeah well guys i i appreciate it so much um the podcast is called 15 minutes of influence uh you guys have been generous with about 42 minutes now so i, I really appreciate you guys sharing sharing the insights and just giving me the time and uh uh, I'm excited. Will you guys, tell tell everybody where where they can find you on social. I know I told, said the website nationalcashoffer.com. Where, where else can they find us, Sal? So what what's
1: your Instagram? Mine is Sal Shakir. S A L S H A K I R. My Facebook is, is Sal Talia, Salwan Talia. S A L W A N and then T A L I A. Then you can also obviously find National Cash Offer on Facebook.
0: Na- uh, National Cash Offer on Instagram, Phase One Investments on ins- on Instagram. And personally, me, uh, I know you and I are friends on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Carlos Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S, underscore Phase One Investments. That's with a number one. So Phase One Investments. Uh, so again, you know, and, and just before I let you go, one thing that I want to mention is if you do find me, please feel free to send me a message. I answered over 70 something messages over the weekend when I was in San Francisco, just responding and replying, you know, with, with entrepreneurs, future entrepreneurs, just asking for direction. I was able to go through at least, at least like 75. So feel free to send me a message. We're not those guys. We're not charging for mentorship. We're, we're not, we're not trying to be your mentors because we're, we, we don't have time for to be a mentor right now, but we're not charging for mentorships. We're not charging for guidance reach out to us. I know Sal goes through his occasionally too. So I'm sure that, you know, we can definitely provide a lot of value um, if, if, it's, if it's needed.
2: We, we appreciate it, guys. And yeah, it, it is really cool. I've, I've, every time I'm on your, your social profile, it's always responding to almost every single comment. So I know people appreciate that too. So guys, I, I appreciate your all's time and uh, I hope we can, we can do this again soon. I, I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Likewise, man. Thank you for your time. All right, guys. Thanks again. Talk soon. Thank you,
1: Carl. Solutions. So off of uh, solving
0: other people's problems. So that's why there's a difference between being an investor and an entrepreneur. In my opinion, an investor is somebody who has a a bulk of money or whatever, and he just puts it somewhere and waits around for a return. That's it. That's an Mm investment. An entrepreneur like Sal and I, we're – we're grinding every single day We're we're out there trying to find, again, you know, uh, people or, or homeowners, home sellers who are going through some difficult times. And we are that we are that solution. We will we will create a solution for them from A to Z. And there hasn't been one customer in our existence that does not appreciate what we do. So. A lot of, you know, go ahead. You're going to
2: say something? Well, I was just going to say I, I, I love that. I mean, most investors, you know, in general, they, they look for reasons why not, whereas you guys are looking for reasons why, you know, and you, you find a way to help. Like, I remember uh, you, you had told me this story about a, a lady who's, whose house had almost, you know, it was almost burnt down, and there is no other, you know, very few, if any other investors that would have been able to help her, but you, you guys were able to help her, which just blew my mind. So, yes,
0: investors and, and I don't mean to to throw, you know, dirt on anyone, but in my opinion investors are uh typical very lazy individuals. You know, they don't they don't want they don't want to deal with other people's problems. They just want to park their money and see it you know, and there's nothing wrong with that by the way. There's nothing I mean, look at look at uh where you know, Warren Buffett, right? He's he's probably your uh, most most accomplished investor in the world, and I'm sure. But how did he get there? Right? He got there by 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 solving problems throughout his 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 path. Now he, I mean, he doesn't want to deal with anybody's problems. He just wants to park his money and see a return. Nothing wrong with that. Sal and I, you know, we love solving problems. We, you know, this is what we do. That lady you just mentioned. I'll let Sal talk about that specific situation because that's just one. And, you know, out of hundreds of situations that has happened that we were able to come through and be the solution. And and Sal can tell you a little bit about that property, which uh, it's one of our properties in California right now, uh, out in the San Bernardino area. So go ahead, Sal. Thank you, Carlos.
1: So actually, her house did get burned. And uh, the contractor that – Yeah, the contractor that helped her – well, took the contract. Single
0: mom. Yeah, yeah. She was (laughs) –
1: So she took advantage of, of this poor poor lady, Hispanic, elderly lady. She's a single mom. She works two jobs to keep uh, the payments for, the, for, the, for, the, for that property that she can't even live in, where he rents, rented her an apartment, the, the same guy who's fixing her property, supposedly, uh, which he was thrown in jail, I think, uh, for, uh, for burning property. I think he's the one who burns her wow. property, to be honest. And yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. So he, he took the money, he fraudulently signed for it to, to cash it out. And her house technically was at 20% of being, being completed. And that's it. He was gone. So she, she was making payments, the house went to pre foreclosure, I think twice, if I'm not mistaken. And she, she was fighting hard for that. That house was very, very close to her. And she had really good memories. Uh, I remember that day where we signed the papers and we finalized everything. She, uh, she cried. We, yeah.
0: We, we. It was
1: very emotional for for both of us. You know, we we traveled from here to to California. I think three times or four times before we we made a decision. Yeah. Uh, but it was very hard to see that. But She's an amazing lady, and yeah. we were we're we're blessed enough to to be able to help her out and get her out of that situation with some money in her pocket as well. Yeah. She's very thankful. Uh, hopefully, one day we will. Uh, we will reveal who she is, you know, if she, if she chooses to do so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're actually extremely humbled that we're able to do such a thing for, for someone and their family. And not in a million years when we were younger, we always looked at other people, uh, you know, successful people, or people helping people or, or, you know, just feeding the, the less fortunate, but you can actually help people, not just with, with the traditional ways where you can just pick up food or cash. You can actually help them with other ways that goes, far along. I think that's the most compensating factor about
0: being a successful person, right? The ability to help others. Would you agree, Sal? 100%. So, again, man, I spend more time with Sal than